Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And now, coming to you live from atop the Goldenrod City Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle TCG Cast! Hello, hello, Pokolonians! Welcome to episode 32 of the Pokemon TCG Cast. I am your host, Los Yoshiro, and for those who don't know, of course, Puckle stands for Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name our fearless leader Thatch came up with, and we're just running with it. With me today, I have two fine gentlemen. Up first, some say that Mother Nature actually checks him out first before she strikes. It is Sublime Manic. Find me um, walking children through nature regularly. Ah. <laughs> And with us, of course, some say that he's the entire reason as to why ninjas hide. It's Mr. Basket! Oh yeah, they're freaked out at me. <laughs> Welcome, guys. And boom, we have so much to talk about. We don't have much uh, in terms of news, uh, so we're going to skip that for today. But boy, boy, do we have a lot of things to talk about. We're here to talk about PuckleCon and our experience with our first official Puckle. TCG tournaments and how well that went and of course we're going to talk about not only the Liverpool regionals but also what we're going to see at Worlds which is this weekend guys if you're listening to this I hope you use this on your way to Worlds and you can get some advice from us uh just a wa- just a warning if you do you're probably going to lose but still it's good to have so let's go ahead and jump straight that's all hey, I, get, I get great advice <laughs> Let's all grab a pina colada, get those flip-flops, because we're heading on to Topical Beach. Welcome to Topical Beach. Now, feel the wind in your face and the sun in your eyes, because we are in Topical Beach. And now we are definitely going to discuss, first of all, PacoCon. Now, that was a, a lot of fun. Sublime. Tell us your experience in PuckleCon. I was living for PuckleCon this year. Um, it was good to see everyone who was there last year again. And it was good to meet a bunch of new people as well. And it was exciting for us to kind of do our own thing and not have to involve the American like nationals to be able to stand on our own two feet completely and be successful at the skill that we were. So I thought it was a win on all accounts. 
It definitely was. It was a lot of fun. It was. It, it, I'm very glad that we weren't attached to nothing official Pokemon-wise, like the Nationals or International, because it let us do what we wanted. And what we wanted is Puckle stuff. We were able to do our own tournaments. We were able to talk to our own uh, fans that went there. Great, great shout out to all of you that went over there. A lot more people than I expected went, and that was super awesome. And some of you, even some that flew in from other states like New York and all that, it was just incredible. Basket, how about you? What was your favorite thing about PuckleCon? I absolutely loved it. I mean, there's not a whole lot to add. I mean, the, the, the biggest thing about it was just, you know, meeting people from Puckle. Like, that was that was the best part about it, you know? Um mm-hmm. Uh, in case any of you don't know, um, Jashiro and I, um, we meet regularly because we live in the same um, uh, state and close enough to drive. Um, uh, but I hadn't met anybody other than Jashiro and Thatch until then. Yeah, because Thatch uh, uh, missed these uh, families here in Washington, too. So he flies here every year. So we get a like, we get a little taste of him every now and then. And yeah. I keep trying to meet up with y'all because I go to Oregon for holidays sometimes to visit my in-laws. Yeah. And every time I go, the roads are too unsafe to go visit you. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried before and I'm like, nope, I wanted to go today, but uh, weather says no. See, see, Mother Nature is not checking on with you. What's going on here? That's that's not how it's supposed she, to she's be. She's <laughs> jealous. She's jealous. That's why she did it. Now, we held two tournaments in uh, Puckle. Uh, we had the basic standard uh, tournament, which was a lot of fun. I played like, a Lycanroc GX deck, uh, which was great, except that I kept losing because time ran out always <laughs> on me. However, I did play a lot, uh, and I really did enjoy it. I didn't do much standings there, no surprise to anyone. Uh, what did you play, Sublime? I, as it is well known, mainly play online only so everyone who showed up was super generous to help me throw together a deck last minute that i could use for it so i borrowed parts from a bunch of people and played a sort of eveltal ex slash zoroark gx hybrid kind of thing yeah how did that go it was fun it's good it was good you know um it's fun i had a lot of fun doing it <laughs> it's fine. It's it's okay. What about you, Basket? I mean, like, I'm borrowing a bunch of stuff, so it's not like my things, and I was just appreciative for people to be kind enough to let me use their cards for it. Of course. And of course, we know, we have no idea, absolutely no clue what Basket played, right? <laughs> well, I played Vespaquin. <laughs> he don't uh, say. <laughs> and uh, I placed... Um, I It was... It was fourth or fifth. I can't remember, but it was fourth or fifth. Um, top eight. Yeah, and uh, um, it was a lot of fun. I I was really hoping to place better, and oh man, I'm I'm uh, um I'm really bummed out right now because I can't remember who it was that knocked me out, basically of like top three, because there was basically what happened was I um uh I lost to the to this one uh um. Puckalonian, and that made it so that I had to play somebody who was, um, uh, like a full level below me or whatever. Yeah. And then that ended up and putting it so that my points. Yeah, yeah. So it ended up hurting my points. So, um, uh, but yeah, he, he knocked me down and took me out of uh, um, running for third place. And uh, 
that was a little heartbreaking, but it was a really, really good match. Um, I, I'm pretty, oh man, I'm trying to remember who it was. That's fine. It's been a while since Paco Con. Uh, with the reason why we're doing yeah, no, this I- now so late. It's because once we got back from PocoCon, there were so many big news in the TCG, right? We had not only uh, the Burning Shadows review to have to do, but we also had the rotation information. So we had a lot of things we needed to cover. And this is just for us, you know, to talk a little bit about our experience in Puckle. So it's been a few already, a few weeks, if not more than a month. Uh, and uh, yeah, names are going to escape us. Yeah, totally. However, I am the reason that Jushiro won the theme oh, deck. Oh, we are getting to that now. <laughs> the second I'm tournament the second tournament that we got was the theme deck tournament, uh, which we all played and it would I have to say it was a lot well and not because just only because I won, but it was more fun than I expected it to be. Once you get accustomed to playing competitively you get to come into the speed of it, right? Because you have all the supporters that you need, all the cards that you want, so you know how to go through your deck real fast. Theme deck is not that whatsoever, but the slowness of it actually made it a lot of fun. And the fact that you go in, I just bought uh, uh, by Basket's recommendation because uh, I actually wanted to enter the tournament with uh, the deck that um, um, Sublime had. Uh, but uh, Basket recommended me to go for the um, Lunala deck and um, with its Eclipse, right? Moon Eclipse? I uh, can't remember the name. I don't remember the names of any of the attacks. Like, I, I literally, I walked into the store and I was like, I need a theme deck. What do I want to get? And looked up, and all the good one, all the ones that I thought were good were gone because Incineroar wasn't there. And I didn't want to do Pre Marina, even though I thought Cause that it's it not be- good. Because it's not good. <laughs> totally. No, you're totally right. But my thought process was, <laughs> my thought process was that everybody was going to play be playing Incineroar. Maybe I can throw no. some on, yeah, and do some damage. That was the only thing I was thinking. And then I saw mm-hmm. that the the theme deck for Lunala and Solgaleo were out, and I had no idea about those. So I looked them up, or I looked up the Lunala card, and I was like, "Wow, that sounds." absolutely ridiculous okay well if i get this out i will win so it's called hidden moon by the way that's that's the the deck hidden moon yeah yeah so um so yo i played definitely played lunala hidden moon and that was a lot of fun i was able to uh uh win the tournament overall uh sublime did really well too and he had a roaring heat which is i was using the uh incineroar deck and i bought the last one because i was like being very strategic and conniving. I'm like, I will be the only one with this. <laughs> uh, there, were, there were a ton of, um, there was a lot of decidue, which was part of it. It was like, if I do this, I will have advantage on a lot of things. Um, so it was strategic in that sense as well. Mm-hmm. But the impacts are just all luck. I was like, like nailing it every game. And it was entirely luck. And then I get to Jashiro, we were both 3-0 and I just bricked. So hard. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. Um, yeah, right, and that happens with theme decks, and there's not much you can do about it. Yep, not much. Um, and um, big oh, shout quick. out. Uh, we have to say big shout out to Seth Villo, who was a brave man who decided oh, yeah. to participate <laughs> in the theme deck using the peak, the Evolutions Pikachu deck, which is by far the worst deck ever. It was definitely the worst deck you could bring. <laughs> It was, it was absolutely hilarious. I was I was a judge 
during the theme deck. I wanted to play, but because uh, I don't know, I, I was I was out of the I, I was out of the area, and so I didn't actually I wasn't able to sign up. So I became a um, uh, judge, professor, or whatever for forever, a little judge. Um, and uh, I kept walking by Seth Bilo's table, and he just kept giving me this look, <laughs> like he was having like the best time, but also trying to be like creepy at me at the same time. <laughs> I, I would crack up laughing every single time I'd walk past there. I um, definitely miss Seth Bilo. I've never seen anybody have so much fun losing. It was amazing. Yep. Oh, yeah. He went to the, exp- the... Yeah, that's the awesome thing. He went in the tournament knowing what was going on. It wasn't like he chose poorly. Oh, no. He chose Pikachu deck for a reason. Yes, <laughs> he wanted to yes, play yes, Pikachu, yes. and he enjoyed it. He definitely enjoyed he it. So, shout out to you, Seth Villa. So that was a great, won. great match. So, all, all in all, we do call... The, Poco, the first ever TC tournaments in PocoCon a great success, and we really hope to do it next year. Right now, we don't have dates because um, we're not sure if it's going to be Ohio, since uh, Thatches might not stay in that state for uh, for next year. So we're still on, but definitely we are going to have another PocoCon, I hope. And uh, yeah, I hope those of you who did not go, take a chance, go. You're going to have a lot of fun. And those of you uh, that... Uh, did go, please go again, because we already miss you all. That was amazing. But also amazing, or maybe not as much, is the Liverpool tournament, which was the regionals, which was uh, a few weekends ago in July 20 to, uh, 29th to 30. Um, and the reason we want to talk about this real quick is just the, just the decks that won. And the reason I bring it up is because World is on its way. So what did win at Liverpool? So we have a few. Obviously, there's no real surprise. We have Garbador Drampa uh, winning first place, uh, which is kind of sad because that's predictable. And that's exactly what we were praising this meta not too, um, not too long ago about how unpredictable it was. Uh, Sublime, any, any thoughts on this? Yeah, there's a lot of Garb and there's a lot of Ninetales and there's a lot of Decidui in this top eight. So it's a lot of the same. Yeah. But um, I still like Garbodor because it's not an expensive card, and I am what? For the people. Oh, no, yeah. No, it's not a critique on Garbodor itself. And yeah. I keep trying to pronounce it differently every time. I don't know why. It's not a. It's <laughs> definitely. It I've heard it both ways. And I like Garbodor for whatever reason instead of Garbodor. I, I think it sounds dumb. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're entitled I, to think that. Exactly. No, I, I, to- I totally am, and that's how I think. And if you guys want to call it uh, Garbodor, then <laughs> whatever the hell you want, or heck you want. <laughs> well, I'm now going to say it even more just to annoy you, Basket. Uh, Go anyway, Go- <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Garbodor. Um, but yeah, no, so we definitely saw a lot of that. Uh, and it's not a knock on Garbodor itself. It's just that... I was really loving, 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 loving the fact that so many decks were coming out and it was really unpredictable. And yes, Garbodo won two tournaments in a row. I think it was not just North America, uh, but they also won, uh, I can't remember where else, the next weekend or something. But, Didn't uh, they win internationals too? Yeah, the North American internationals. Um, what won internationals? One more? Osania maybe? Osania? Probably it won that. I, I oh, it was Grandpa Garbador, yeah, um, that won internationals. So 
So, yeah, but now we still have these decks, and the uh, world is right around the corner, guys, and that's exactly is the topic that I wanted to bring it. This weekend is the big, 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 the, the, um, how you call it, the football event, the, um, the Super, Bowl? Super Bowl, the Super Bowl, thank you, uh, clearly not from here, um, the Super Bowl event for, uh, TCG is the Pokemon World Championship, and that's happening this weekend, and many of you are listening to this on your way there, so good luck for those listening, participating, and I hope you have a lot of fun, but let's go ahead and discuss what we might see, and the decks that we might, you guys might encounter, and frankly, what might win? Of course, we're going to have to start with the real elephant in the room, the elephant in the room, which is Drampa Garbodor. Basket. What are your thoughts okay. about this deck, and how do you see it heading towards the worlds? All right, so barring some crazy weirdo thing that happens uh, like last year with the um, Mega Autono uh, deck, um, I honestly see um, Drampa uh, Garbodor taking it mm-hmm. because the fact is, is you know you were talking about consistency earlier, and um, Garbodor is consistency. Like, it has, um, you know, I mean, everybody has to use items. Everybody has to use items. You always have to have at least four, um, you know, Ultra Balls, to, usually, on most decks. A lot of decks, um, you know, you always have to have four Versus Seekers. Um, a lot of people use... Um, so many other items on top of that, but that's at least eight. And what is it? Is it twenty times eight? Or, or sorry, twenty times the items in your opponent in your opponent's discard. Twenty pile, times yeah. whatever you've got in your discard pile. Yeah, correct. Whatever yeah. your opponent has. So essentially, right? Every single. So essentially, every single deck. Every single deck once they use up their item cards, um, at the very bare minimum, you're going to be doing 180. Yeah. Or sorry, 160. And so that's like the very bare minimum. And nobody only has eight item cards. Garbodor is really safe because you're going to hit those numbers. Yes, and and that's that's exactly great what you mentioned, that it's a safe bet. Uh, But I don't vote on Garbodor, (laughs) Drampa, because um, the fact that in 2015, we all thought thought that Night uh, Night March was going to win. Then comes in 2016, and we all thought that Greninja Break was going to win. And right. now we're 2017, and everybody might think awesome that Drumper got bolder thing. It's, the, the reason why I mentioned those is because people come prepared for that. People expect everyone to play Drumper Garbodor. It's the best deck right now, in you know, in quotations, uh, because it's been winning more. So people are going to go with counter decks. Because they know that at least 50% of the people that they're going to encounter and match with in Worlds are going to have a Drompagar Boulder deck. So that's why like, I'm like iffy on whether or not we have a champion in Drompagar Boulder. What were you going to say, Bas- uh, Sublime? Well, I was going to say that, yes, it's true that it's very frequently the case that something um, to counter the most common deck wins. But there are times when the most common deck does win. Um Verizian Genesect. Yes, three, that's like, a good example. Yeah, it won it, three years in a row. Exactly. So it's not like you didn't have time to prepare for it. Mm-hmm. It kept winning. Yeah, um, yeah, and and, and, and Manectric Seismitoad as well. You know. Yeah. And, 
multiple other. So I do think Garbador Drampa is the most likely to win, but that does not mean it's going to win. Correct. So what do you guys think that since World is going to be when officially Burning Shadows is going to be available for play, we are going to have that set in the meta. How do you guys think it's going to change uh, Drampa Garbador? How is it going to improve it? Is it really not going to help it much? Uh, Basket, what do you think? Uh, you need to start with Sublime on that. <laughs> Sublime. Um, I think it improves it slightly because it lets you play Potown, which is super effective. All y'all be giving it not very effective on the set review. Um, <laughs> just wait. When it comes time to say we were wrong, y- I'm just going to be gloating so much when y'all eat crow on that one. Um, <laughs> I like it when you get uh, hyped up the Southern comes out out of I'm you, y'all. I'm passionate about it. Um, I think Potown <laughs> is a great card. Really, like, Garbo Drampa is a really solid deck that doesn't necessarily need anything mm-hmm. in yeah. in uh, Burning Shadows, but like it's going to be using those um, support cards, those um, item cards, mostly is what I see changing it, because I don't yeah. see any of the Pokemon necessarily jumping in the deck. Yeah, I know Pokemon, in terms of supporter, I really do see that it might take advantage Acerola of Acerola because, yes, because of Drampa yeah. and how much damage it can it, you need. Um, so, it really, Acerola is something that definitely... Obviously, we still have Lysander in the meta, so it's still unknown whether or not you would like to switch Lysander for uh, uh, your boy Guzma for this deck. That's a deck-by-deck basis, which one you want. Correct. So, um, so definitely that's going on. So, Drampa Garbodo is a big, high, high, high competitor, competitor for this weekend, guys. So, all of you are on your way. You already decided on what decks you're going to play, but know that you are going to encounter this a lot. But let's go on to our second one, which is another one that, honestly, this is my bet. I'm going to go throw it out. My bet is Decidueye. Um, it's my bet as well, actually. It's my bet for winning the tournament. And the reason why I say that is because thanks to Burning Shadow, it does does definitely improve. I'm sorry. I didn't go back to you, Basket, on the uh, Burning Shadows on on Garbordor. Are you set there? Yeah. Um, okay. So with Burning Shadows, I, I love it when they throw a new set in that's legal. Mm-hmm. Because... And it's freshly I'm, legal for worlds. Oh yeah, because when that happens, no, like nobody other than people who are going to worlds are going to like really look into that and really try and figure out. Okay, here's the meta. This is what's going. Like like professionals, the the people who do this and love it every year, you know, and make it to all these different events. They're going to go through this list and they're going to see, or they're going to look and they're going to say, um, what is here that I can do to beat the meta? What is here? Like, like what you were talking about yeah. earlier, you know, um, what's here that can totally switch up the meta. What's here that can like, give me that edge that I need. Yep. And uh, there's a lot of good cards in this, mm-hmm. I don't know if these if those cards um, will be enough to really create a, a new deck straight off the bat that will be competitive. Oh no, 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 no. But, so, so yes, you're totally right. So, Gar- uh, uh, Guardians I'm, Rising I'm was that. A, I'm also talking about additions, though, as well. Yeah, you yeah. Know, oh, you know what? Like I was thinking about it, and I did think of about an addition that uh, Garbo Drampa could use that helps it with some matchups. And that is Marshadow GX because it helps it yeah. 
in the matchup against uh, Zoroark. Because you get a fighting type attacker. Exactly. Now, uh, coming there, well, in terms of building a new deck, uh, Burning Shadows does build a new deck. And that deck is called uh, Gardevoir GX. Gardevoir GX is a up-and-coming deck which we are going to talk about soon and that comes completely out of burning shadows and that card is amazing but we're gonna get to that in a minute uh but what you other than that basket you're totally right um it doesn't really create much in the meta it but it did add one thing or two things if you count the supporter and that is super scoop up and acerola but we had no way of returning car uh pokemon from the, the uh from play back to our hands until this set we lost super scoop up in the last year's rotation now we're getting it back just in times for worlds which is hilarious to me honestly um and the fact that you might be doing a, in a meta where most pokemon are doing 120 damage 130 damage and sometimes 200 if you are building something good the fact that you can acerola or super scoop up your Pokemon back to your hand and get rid of all that damage is huge. So that's something we can't take for granted, and it's a huge shift or a huge return in the meta. You were saying something sublime. I don't remember what I was saying. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and move on. The last thing I remember saying was that Marshadow GX is a pretty good addition to the Drampa Garbodor deck. Yes, so let's move on to our second deck, which is Decidueye. And why Decidueye Bioplume. And the reason why I think this deck will be the champion is because it's a nice counter now to Garbodor Drampa. Now, Bioplume prevents anyone from using... um. Items. Items, which means that Valplume prevents exactly that. So you, when you create a Decidui slash Valplume deck, you're already aiming at not playing many items. Maybe enough to get your Valplumes in, and that's it. Once that, you're all done. And we still have Forest of Giant Plants in the meta, so that's a big thing. What really improves on this deck is the addition to Guzma. Because before that, it was really hard for Decidui when those Lysanders came in and brought up those um, Valplum into play, you needed to use a, va- a Floatstone, which means that if you had a Floatstone on Valplum, you played it when it was an Oddish. And honestly, that's not very, that's not a safe way to do it because most of the time you're not going to have Floatstone before you have the whole line. And sometimes you're going to end up with a Valplum in play, which can easily be Lysandered into play. However, Guzma, even though we had Olympia, yes, Olympia is an issue, uh, it was uh, something that that deck used, but Guzma is so much better. The fact now that you can have four Guzma and not only switch your opponent Pokemon, but switch your own is big for this deck because it was one of the things that was it was hampering it. And that's just why I believe that with the addition of Guzma, the CGI might actually be good. Um, and, let's go to you. Oh, with, go basket. With, might actually with, with Guzma actually with with Guzma as well. You're not throwing um, an item card away. Nope. You're just using supporters. Exactly. So it further hampers it. Yep. Uh, go, Bass. Uh, Sublime, you were saying something. Uh, well, like, Decidueye's been good. Um, and actually, for the exact same reasons you mentioned, I uh, do think Decidueye is my pick for Worlds as well. Decidueye Vileplume specifically, because it has the items lock. This is 
And I would really like it to win personally because it would be a win for Forest of Giant Plants before that gets rotated out. <laughs> yes. Not only rotated out, completely um, banned from the game and expanded. Yes. <laughs> It's not um, like yes, Night March where you're like, we kiss it goodbye and see you in Expanded, dude. No, it's like, mm-hmm, bye, giant mm-hmm. forest of giant plants. You're gone forever. But Decidueye Vileplume has all of the support, and it has a quite good matchup against uh, Garbodor because it's not used to playing a lot of items. It gets what it needs and then doesn't use items the rest of the game. Yep. Yep. It's just a great, great setup, and I really do think that Decidueye will be a really big contender in Worlds against Drampagar Border. But it's not the only counter deck. We other we also have others, starting with Sodorak um Drampa, which is another deck that is going around. And it's definitely a deck that counters Drampagar Border, even though it hasn't done really well recently. But it's certainly one deck that we're going to see. Now, since we already said what are our picks for winning, we are going to continue on and say what are the decks that we expect in top eight. So I um I don't know, I don't sure if we're gonna see Soror break um slash Drampa in the top eight. But what other decks, guys, do you think we might see in top eight? Go for basket. Um, well <clears throat> honestly, I've been pretty surprised um at you know, like you were talking about earlier, the amount of different decks that are going to be played there. And it's been really exciting seeing that. Um, as far as which ones are going to make it in, um, I'm seeing Zoroark. Um, and uh, I'd say probably, I mean, well, you, you might see a Volcanion in there because Ooh, of yes. uh, the Sidious presence. No, not only um, the Sidious, but also the inclusion oh. of Kiawe. It's a big and thing. Kiyawe. And ho yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, Let's so I'm talk thinking about Volcanion. Might... That's a great suggestion, Basket. Um, All right. Vo- Volcanion is a major player now. And Professor Snack, if you're listening, you might this might make you a little happy because I know that this is your deck, your favorite deck. Volcanion, it does get a huge power-up thanks to Burning Shadows. And that is in the way of Ki- both Kiawe, which is the supporter that you may search your deck for four fire energies and attach him to one of your fire Pokemon and then end your turn. You're ending your turn, but you fully, fully set up one of your main attacker. And speaking of main attackers, we have Oho GX, which Sublime can talk more about that. Yes, I think um, Ho-Oh Volcanion could do quite well at Worlds because it synergizes well with, well, it, the deck exists because of Burning Shadows because you're getting Kiawe and Ho-Oh. Fire mm-hmm. just got so much support at the exact right time it needed. Yeah, it's like, it's like uh, Volcanion has been doing like well because timing. it's not that like it's been bad. It's been doing mm-hmm. decently well. It has not won anything, yes, but it's been decently well. And suddenly with Burning Shadows, it's like steroids here. And then full injections right. of steroids continues away. Um, so I do think Volcanion has a shot at being in the top eight, even though I don't expect it to win. Definitely. And it it's could so be the downfall of the Decidueye, though, because we have, like, Basket really eloquently placed. We do have the fact that Decidueye is weak against Volcanion, so we don't know what might happen. Uh, Sublime, going back to you, what other deck do you think we're going to see in top eight? Water Toolbox. Mm, that's an interesting choice. Which one specifically? Uh, probably Lapras. Mm. Mm-hmm. But, like, Water Toolbox can play all sorts of things. So, I think that has potential. 
mm-hmm. um, because it can, it's really aggressive. And I think it like you want a really aggressive deck, or mm-hmm. I do. Maybe that's just me, and that's not what you want. Um, but like Water Toolbox is so versatile, and so in a tournament where you're going to be facing a lot of different decks, and you want to have like excellent matchups against as many things as possible. I like the versatility of a toolbox deck. Yeah, and Water did get a lot of um, shots too, uh, in the sense of uh, Aqua Patch, which allows you to grab an energy from the discard pile and put a set on your one of your bench Pokemon. It really does accelerate, which is good because most Water Pokemon require a lot of energy to work. Uh, but not only that, with Burning Shadows, bringing back Burning Shadows and how it affects those decks, it's bringing Lana back. Um, and Lana is nothing to sneeze at. I believe it's how many uh, HP is 50 it? 50 for each Pokemon with water energy attached to them. 50 damage heal for every water Pokemon. Which and is... you still have rough seas. You still have the rough seas to pair with it. Exactly. And you still so... have Dive Ball. Dive Ball's about to leap, but they still have that. Yep. So and... I think this is like the prime time for water toolbox it really is it could make its last hurrah edwards and the fun thing that i like about water and what the direction they're going with it it kind of reminds me a little bit of magic the gathering with white the color white where it's a type dedicated all about healing and really big pokemon um or in case of magic really big monsters that are really expensive but they're really tough and they can heal themselves. And that's what water is sounding to me right here, right now in Pokemon. They're making healing a huge water centric thing. And I really actually like that. And I hope they continue on that. And this is why I keep saying that Premier Energy X eventually is going to be a good deck. No, no, it's never going to okay, be. Okay, yeah. Well, but you know well, what? We can go in Water Toolbox also with Marshadow GX because um, it can use Lapras's attacks. Mm hmm. And that yes. would help you with your matchup against various Zoroark decks. Yeah, and and we're not we're not bringing up the fact that uh, um, uh, a Pokemon won our um, uh, Puckle Puckle Con, uh, with Lapras yeah, GX with Lapras GX, and yeah. that deck was mean. <laughs> it was really good. I I um uh, I heard other people talk about it. I did not personally face it, but. Um, there were a couple people who I played who stomped me and they didn't really have the best matchup. And I was like, wow, those people are just really good players. And then they went up against her and they were just devastated by Lapras GX. So um, I hadn't even thought about that because I hadn't thought about Lapras since, <laughs> since Buckle. <laughs> well, that's a good deck. And but, I play it all the time. Uh, it, uh, uh, very, um, plug here uh please go see us at the buckle podcast twitch stream i go there every monday and wednesday so see you there i know anyway in our streaming i do play labras and it's a really really you play a deck deck other than greninja i was gonna say thank you for bringing that up i was gonna say and i totally (laughs) forgot i should get a freaking participation medal for Going to PocoCon, going to the Terminate, and like not playing Greninja Break. <laughs> <laughs> I should have won instantaneously. Oh, your match against... You know what? Your match against um, um, Dr. Otto probably would have been faster if you had. Oh. If you had played Greninja Break. I know. That battle took forever. That matchup is not good, though. Uh, like Lysan, yeah, uh, like, uh, yeah. like in a Rock GX versus Greninja Break is not a good matchup. It could go either way. And it just, the first game alone took like 
35 minutes. 43 minutes or something ridiculous. Well, 43, yeah. It? I, it was like, by the time yeah. the second round, we just started the first one. It's like, yeah, well, this is a tie. <laughs> anyway, so uh, continue on to another deck. Uh, Sublime, you suggested, oh, yeah, you just suggested Lapras. I'm going to, so it's my turn Water now. <laughs> one, yes, one, one uh, deck that I do see returning um, is definitely Greninja. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But Greninja is still in the ranks. I know that it's going to take a little bit of a hit once the rotation gets in, but Greninja Break is still in the meta. And don't sleep on it. It's still a really good deck. The problem with Greninja is still the same thing. It's its own worst enemy. Um, So we could see Greninja Break coming in and doing some surprising thing and at least not winning. I'm not saying it's going to win, but we might see it again in the top eight. Uh, it does. A, it has a great matchup against Volcanion. Um, Decidueye is a problem. However, Decidueye does more damage through Pokemon ability than it does through direct damage. Um, so, uh, so that means that it, the weakness is not as hard with Decidueye. With so it has a good matchup. Other than that, the problem, the biggest problem, honestly, that Ganinja Break has in the meta right now is not even Decidueye. It is Garbodor because it uses so many items to set up that automatically makes it such a nice bait for Garbodor. So it might not win, but I'm thinking that we might see one in the top eight. What do you guys think? Honestly, well, I, I do not think that it will top eight because of the examples that you just made. Yeah. Um, the UI does really, really well against it. Yes, you're correct. Like, um, uh, if you're able to shut down its abilities, then that'll be fine. But you're only shutting down one um, uh, one ability. Like, yeah. it's 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 not going to shut everything down. And um, <clears throat> uh, also, you're going to be running against Garbodor, and like you said, you know, all the items that you're constantly tossing out, like. I I don't see it making top eight. I'm not like it wouldn't like I wouldn't be like, wow, this is the most surprising thing ever if it did make top eight. But at the same time, it has a lot going against it. And when you're in a meta where you're trying to beat um, Garbodor and you're trying to beat Decidueye, period, like that, those are the two biggest ones I see making the biggest splashes. I would not bring Greninja. Yeah. No, you make a fair argument. How about you, Sublime? Like, okay, so it's interesting that you... Do you, you see it going all the way to the top eight? I do. Okay, I don't... Because you, you're, there's going to be a ton of Garbodor and Decidueye, and it has... No, no, you mean Garbodor, right? Sure, that thing. Trash Man. <laughs> um... Yeah, Trash Lance. You know what? Sometimes I just like to call it Trash Lance because that's what <laughs> the, the, well, that is the specific. Um, yeah, because yeah. we have two Garbodors in play right you now. You can run both. You can run both in that deck as well. You should. Um, you should. You have. You should have three Trash Lance and Garbotoxin one Garbatoxin and yep. one Garbatoxin. Absolutely, that's the perfect match. Um, yes, but with those decks both being like expected to be there and prominent, I feel like this is not Greninja's moment. It might not be, and you guys might be right. But it did come in second last year at Worlds, so it already had its moment. No, and and it has been still prominent. I mean, it won in Mexico's uh, Mexico's, uh, regional. What? 
Remember what happened last year when it was in the finals to win the whole thing with Greninja Break? Yes. What happened to Greninja Break in that moment? Mm. 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 Well, nope. freaking Mega Ardeno came in the game and ruined everything. Well, no, like, player bricked pretty hard. Like, they got, like, all the stuff they needed was prized. Yeah, it's yeah. what I always say Greninja's worst enemy is itself. If the Which price system didn't it. work, didn't didn't exist, it would be the most powerful deck in history. However, the price system completely destroys it. Or not destroys it, just balance it. Where the fact that if you have even one Frogadier uh, or Greninja prize, I mean, not even the the Greninja that much, the Frogadiers. If you have any Frogadiers prize, the, your deck is depowered so bad. And that's the thing, right? That That's definitely the problem with Greninja Break. Sure. And, but, Greninja is an old deck. Let's talk about the new upcoming decks. And that is one that is Garvador, uh, I'm sorry, Gardevoir GX. And to refresh you guys' memory, this GX card is, is uh, coming in in, obviously, uh, Burning Shadows. And it, it is like this. It's a 230 HP stage 2 GX card with one ability and two attacks. Its first ability, Sicket Springs, once during your turn, before you attack, you may attach a Fairy Energy card from your hand to one of your Pokemon. So it allows you, if you're playing a Fairy-only deck, it allows you to do it as many times as you have Garvador Wars in. So you can, if you have a Garvador, you can attach two energies from your hand. That's pretty awesome. And then you have Infinite Force, 30 damage at times. This attack does 30 damage times the amount of energy attached to both active Pokemon. So it's basically Mewtwo's power, right? The uh, X energy um, uh, ball, right? Yeah. But um, on its own, for one fairy, just one fairy energy. That's all you need. And then you have Twilight GX's attack. Shuffle 10 cards from your discard pile, discard pile, and put them back to your deck. So you can recover everything that you used back to your deck. And that's 10 cards. That's a huge amount of cards. This, uh, as we talked about in our set Burning Shadows review, this is a big card. It, it, a big card. It really adds everything you want in a Pokemon in one card. This is bringing Fairy back in the map. How do you guys think that we will see Gardevoir GX in Worlds this weekend? Let's start with you, Sublime better app for the rotation, honestly, because that GX attack is going to be much better when we lose the F-Seeker. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what I was um, And you need to get your things back. So, like, yes, it's an amazing card. I don't think it's at its prime until after rotation, however. You sure? Okay. What about you, Basket? Same thing? So, um, <clears throat> it will shine a lot better after rotation, for sure. However, like, it's still a really strong card. Um, I don't know if the meta right now is something where it would really, really shine. Um, the but, problem that the card, the deck has exactly. against it is that right now there's nothing really big that it's super effective against, right? So right. Fairy is usually super effective only to dragons, and right now there's not really any dragons. Um, that is, uh, an old well, Nova MGX Nova does arrive in this deck in this set. Exactly. It does arrive, but because of Gardevoir GX, this is the reason, and we said this on our review episode, this is the reason why we think we were not going to see a lot of uh, uh, Northern GX, is because of Gardevoir GX. Because Northern GX is an excellent card, 
but Gardevoir GX is just that much better as an attacker, which will limit Norver's uh, attack uh, or card overall. At least that's what we're suggesting. And Noivern is. I'm like very one curious. Of dragons. Yeah, like I'm actually very curious to see if we'll see Noivern at Worlds, um, because we're just so. saying about how we don't expect Gardevoir to be especially prominent or successful. So does that give Noivern an opening? Well, I, I do. I do. At least me personally, I do see Gardevoir GX to see to because it's something that it's new, right? It's fresh off Worlds. Nobody has been able to play again in an official manner in tournament wise. So I do expect Gardevoir GX to make an appearance. I'm not sure whether or not it will win, but I'm technically sure that we might see it in uh, top eight just because of how good it is. It's just so good. And it's only weak to metal. And what metal deck we have right now? We have no good metal decks. We have Metagross. Oh, right. I totally forgot about Metagross. Let's talk about Metagross. Sublime. What about Metagross? Metagross, um, yeah, Metagross exists. It's a thing. Um, it's disgusting. You know, <laughs> it's disgusting. It's disgusting. It really is. It it definitely so, really like, is. Yeah. It's it, so it has a good matchup against that... Garbodor also. What was that? Because it, it and it resists Psychic, so that's <clears throat> quite handy in this meta. True, but Garbodor, I'm um, sorry, but Metacross GX depends on rare candies. And that is a problem for it against Garbodor. Yes, you do get a resistance against Psychic, but the fact that you need so many items to make uh, Metacross work does work against it against Garbodor. Uh, because yeah. you do need to use those rare candies. Uh, it's not always that you have those Metang. Usually people who play Metacross uh, GX play um, just two Metangs. Met- and then uh, have four rare candy, so they can immediately evolve those uh, Beltome. That I forgot the name of the basic. Beldum. Beldum into Beldum. Metagross immediately. So um, yes and no. They do resist Garbodor, but the fact that they use they so much more items, just like Greninja Break, they use a lot of items to set up. <clears throat> that balance it out, so the resistance really doesn't matter at the end of the day. However, Metagross it's does better have than not a lot. It. Exactly. Uh, they, I was gonna say. Oh, Metagross has a lot of HP though, so that does take into account. Continue, Sublime. Yeah, I think Metagross has a shot at maybe making an appearance. And um, you know what? The Metagross um, Nine Tails deck in particular. Ooh, Nine Tails. Nine Tails. Yes. How have we not mentioned Nine Tails? We'd be remiss Nine not tails. to mention Nine Tails. Did like fifty percent in Liverpool, didn't it? It was like yeah, everyone it's in like three times in the top eight. It was like three or four times in the top eight, and Nine Tails is a card. fantastic deck which I hate. But please, sorry, go on, Sublime. Yeah, and it's interesting because Nine Tails can be played on its own, can be played Water Toolbox, or it can be played with Decidueye or with Metagross because it has an attack that's like colorless. Yes. Yeah. Basket. So I think, and don't forget, we just got a new non-GX Nine Tails that you can splash into it super easily. Oh, yeah! That shuts down a ton right. of things. Yes, it shuts out every basic, wasn't it? It's GX and EX. Oh, GX and EX. Yes, that's what it was. Um, whoa, yeah, that's completely right. Uh, Basket, you you sounded like you're going to say something. Oh, I was. I mean, Nine Tails is a really solid card to add to anything. Um, the color. Like so, it's uh, it's first attack and it's um, GX attack um, are both colorless. Do you have them there? Do you want to remind our audience mm-hmm. what they, what they are? 
Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, so um, the first one's Ice Blade, um, and that's uh, so the two that I'm talking about right now are ones that can be splashed into any deck. Um, Ice Blades, two colorless. Um, it does 50 damage to one of the opponent's Pokemon, just any of them. It's a sniping, yeah. Yes, and then um, uh, its GX attack is also the uh, a double colorless, and it's uh, move all damage counters from the Pokemon to from this Pokemon to your opponent's active Pokemon. And that's great, especially when you have, you know, 210 HP to, you know, mm-hmm. mess around with. Yep. Um, and uh, Alolan Vulpix, it's nothing really to write home about, but it's got a great little ability for oh, it. Oh, it does. And no, um, and that... Alolan Vulpix attack is really good as well. They're able to find... I think you're uh... referring to the same thing. I think you're both referring to its ability or the attack that you can do for free to get stuff on your bench. Exactly. Right. That's, that, that's what I meant. I called it an ability because uh, the attack. But you meant the attack. Yeah, I yeah. meant it. Continue on, basket. Um, yeah, it's it's just it's a really really good card. Um, yeah, and the uh, the one that does cost uh, two water energies um, and a colorless is Blizzard Edge. It does one sixty, and you discard. Two energy from the Pokemon, but with Aqua Patch, if you splash it into any deck, it's really or any sorry any uh, Water Toolbox deck, it's really not that big of a problem because that's really massive. That's 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 pretty good damage. It really is, um, and when you attach Choice Band to it, it's 190 damage to a GX or EX Pokemon, which is nothing to sneeze at. That can knock out a Lapras GX, for example. That can knock out any basic GX Pokemon, and that is really, really powerful. And currently, um, the uh, um, the I don't know if anybody would want to try this, but the evolutions are still currently working, and Alolan Ninetales is a stage one. That is true. So you could essentially double. Yeah. You could essentially double um, uh, that one sixty attack. Not that you would really need to, yep. but mm-hmm. essentially you could double it. So. So that's but between another... how strong Go ahead. it fits in, like I think it's safe to bet that Ninetales GX will be in the top eight. I really somewhere. think so too. Somewhere there, Ninetales might see its place in the top eight. Now let's talk about one last deck. Real, that real we might find in real before we what get that? To that. Real quick before we get to that, yeah, I have a question about Ninetales. Is um is there a specific reason that it's not um a uh, that it doesn't really have a showing as its own deck right now? Nine it does. It does. It does, it does have it does? its own deck. Yeah, Liverpool on its own. Mm-hmm. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah. All right. It's a main attack. Yeah. 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 It's um, a deck. I mean, it's going around nine tails. It can be put in Decidueye. It can be put in Metagross. A lot of decks play it because it has that colorless attack, and Volpix is useful for evolution decks. Yeah. No, it, so it yeah. gets played, splashed in a lot of things, but it absolutely plays on its own as well. Yeah. Okay, all right. I just um, I, had, I, hadn't seen, I hadn't seen any results. Yeah, second place. Second place at Liverpool was uh, strictly a Nine Tails deck. Correct. Oh, yes. It oh. ran four Nine Tails, Octillery, and Lele, and that was it. Oh wow. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Yep. And then it came in third with a hybrid Nine Tails Decidueye. So both are equally viable. That's why I think it's such a good choice, um, because it can, like, to say it'll be in the top eight, because there's so many ways it can, like, find its way there. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it's not weak to grass, yeah. so it doesn't have the typical uh, weakness that a water deck would. So, right. It's also got, uh, yeah. I think Nine Tails as a standalone deck is in the top eight twice for Liverpool, so it did quite well there. It could, yeah. It, it is very high, and it's only getting po- more powerful. Again, not only does it have a GX attack that, that allows you to remove yeah. its damage counters onto your opponent, you have Acerola. Which allows you to bring that Nantos back into your hand. And it's just a stage two. Um, sorry, a stage one. one. So you can get that back in fairly fast. And on top of that, you have Lana, which also heals 50 damage to any Pokemon that has a water energy. It, water really got a boost. So Ninetales is that really big contender in this matchup. And again, just one water and two colorless. Brings you 160 with a choice span 190, and that can knock out. It can knock out Garbodor. It can knock out Drampa. It can knock out uh, not the Sijuai. It cannot knock, uh, uh, but it can knock out Volcanion. So it really, it will. It would have it knocked out Volcanion regardless because it's weak against water. <laughs> yeah, it's weak against water. Uh, however, it really does have a big matchup. Now. Let's move on and talk about the last deck, and then let's talk about that, those um, what we what I would like to call the um, honorable mentions. Uh, but the last deck that I might we might see is Darkrai, Turbo Darkrai as they call it. Um, this is of course a combination between between Darkrai EX, Any Velta, and Hoopa. Now, this deck is <clears throat> it it's missing something. The deck is been doing well, however, it's not been able to win or top eight at all. But it, we do need to remember that we are getting Darkrai GX, which might actually be what it's missing. Uh, let's go to you, Sublime. What do you think how Turbo Darkrai or just Darkrai in general might deal with us or Evelta in this meta? I don't think Evelta um, does enough anymore. Although I love it and I always will. Um, Darkrai. Uh, Turbo Darkrai is really interesting. Um, Double Dragon is still in the format. This is the last chance you'll get to use that. Um, if you wanted yeah. to accelerate that way. Yeah. And then um, I really am very curious to see how Darkrai GX influences Darkrai uh, Turbo EX as a deck. Because you can run both and the GX pulls energy out of the discard pile yeah. when you use it, when you use its ability. To itself, though. Um, I was... Yeah, yes, but like Turbo counts all of it. That is true. You're still getting and, more energy on the field by doing that. You're right, exactly. You're and totally it's a solid. Right. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I didn't even realize that until you mentioned it. Yeah. That's why I was like so excited about it on the review. That's why I was its biggest fan. I never got it until it's now. Getting it, I'm like, a slow learner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's another one y'all can like eat crow about. Hopefully. Which what what can we <laughs> what can we eat crow about? Oh, so Darkrai uh, GX. Darkrai GX. It has a Pokemon ability. When it's in your discard pile, you can return it to your bench and attach a dark energy that you might have on your discard pile on it. Yeah, I we went over even, this. And I said it was cool. Yeah, but I didn't remember at the time because I don't think Sublime. I don't think you made it clear. But Sublime uh, does bring a really good point, and it's like I thought Darkrai it was evident. EX yes, yeah. does damage the amount of dark energy that you have so it's another way to bring more energy into the fray so that's interesting it accelerates energy even more in a deck that wants to accelerate energy exactly yes 
Yeah. So yeah, we might actually see a little bit of Dark Cry then in this worlds. Um at least maybe in the top eight. Let's see how Dark Cry It also resists psychic, so that's always good. That is true, which is a big problem with Garbo Gar uh, <clears throat> for Basket's uh accommodation. Garbodor uh <laughs> is an issue. So it really does help it. However, that's what we think that are the decks that are going to do really good. Let's go ahead and do some honorable mentions. These are decks that people might try to play, but I don't think they're going to go anywhere with them. First of all, I want to nominate Mega Mewtwo. Mega Mewtwo, my love, you had a point in time. That time is not now. Garbodor is a psychic strong Pokemon that only costs one prize. You cost two. You're weak to Garbodor being weak to Psychic. That means that it will destroy you every time you show up. You had a good run. We thought maybe, maybe, maybe that we could see you one last time in Worlds. But the reality is that, no, I'm sorry. You're done. You know, turn in your Pokemon ball, your Pokeball. Turn in your energies. You're done for the day, sir. I'm sorry, Mega Mewtwo. What about you, Sublime? Do you have a deck that you want to honorable mention? On the same note of things that like had so much potential but are just not the story anymore, Mega Rayquaza. Yes. Um, it's because Tsurawudo came out and just that nails it. Hard <laughs> it does. Really hard. You're right. I'm sorry, Rayquaza. Mega Rayquaza. You had a long run though. That was They're a not like Mega Mewtwo. Deck. That was a top. Yeah. Yeah, Mega Mewtwo at least had a short time in the meta being relevant, but Mega Rayquaza was, woof. Ever since it was launched, it was in there, top. As soon as it's, you're done, dude. It out. I'm That's sorry, really Mega Rayquaza, it is your end. Um, Just, you have to move on. Retire. Get a villa in Florida, as apparently everyone does nowadays. Uh, Because it's just, no more. Basket! So, uh, hello out there, uh, Vespacon users. Uh, This is your last uh, and final and only chance because it's not even going to be able to be used in expanded. So I want all of you lovers of Vespaquin to get out there and, uh, bring Vespaquin so that it wins first place because <laughs> there is no reason, no reason why it shouldn't. It has, um, so many things at its disposal. Uh, it has Vaporeon for Volcanion. It has, Flareon for Decidueye. It has, and, and Metagross. Um, and, uh, it has, uh, Jolteon. If you want to get a little, if you're feeling a little froggy and think there might be something out there that, uh, you're not really gonna, not, you know, this is something you just want to prepare for. But, uh. Oh, ho is weak to Electric. Ho oh, yes. That is, yes, yes. So, uh, Vespaquin users, I'm calling on you all to, uh, you know, <clears throat> Pull your thumbs out of your butt and go to Worlds and win with Vespaquin because it is its last year. Because Force of Giant Plants is out, guys. It's out. Do for this a limited for, time, for a limited time, too. Yes. Uh, it's out for forever. After this. <laughs> it's not in Expanded. So there you have it, guys. Vespaquin by Basket's request. You guys need to win. If... The 2017 World Championship ends with Vespican winning. We might have a challenge for Basket. You guys choose. We can do it like a 
cha- a water bucket challenge or anything for basket <laughs> if Vespaquin wins the tournament. <laughs> if it if it if it what does if you win, put a hive of bees on your head. <laughs> if it does win, I will put a hive of bees on my head. Ooh. I don't care. <laughs> I have some in the front of my yard that live in a uh, um uh, that live in a nice little hole in the ground. I will stick my finger in that hole. <laughs> I don't care. We will see. We will see. We're gonna have to take you into uh, take that for granted, or take it uh, as a promise. So we're gonna end this section here. It's been a long topical beach, but there's just so much to talk about. But we're gonna move on to deck of the episode, followed by trainer Smell and ending in Pokemon 15 question: Who's that Pokemon? So we'll be right back. It is the deck of the episode. It is now deck of the episode. Heard those slashing sounds and Fluffy's whimsical voice. But we are going to talk today about both Sublimes and my bet for the World Championship. Also, Puka Beach, by that, by, by that matter. Uh, and that is Decidueye. Uh, Decidueye has been playing really well. It has not been able to win anything. But we think that that boost that Burning Shadows is giving it might actually be what it takes. Sublime. What does the Situi GX generally in takes to build? What does it take to build? Well, it depends because there's a lot of variants, but this is a, a Decidueye Vileplume variant we're going to be looking at. Some people run Decidueye with Alolan Ninetales um, as an alternative occasionally. But for the Decidueye Vileplume deck, you usually you want 4-4-4 four, 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 straight up Decidueye Dartrix Rowlet because... Every Decidueye can do damage just by being on the uh, in play. Yeah. So you Even want as many of them as candy possible. thanks to Force of Giant Plants. Correct. Yeah. So that saves you some space. Um, you're going to want at least a much thinner Vileplume line than Decidueye because you only need one Vileplume. Yeah. Um, so you will definitely not be running a 4-4-4 of Vileplume as well. Usually you do like a 2-2-2. Yeah. Um, and then... You can add your, like, common other Pokemon cards. Like, everyone runs a Lele. Everyone, not everyone anymore, but it can run Shaman, for example. Um, so that's pretty much what you're looking at in terms of Pokemon composition. Forest of Giant Plants is obviously a must for of. Um, yes. Or you're not playing it right. And this is where it gets really, in the trainers, is where it gets really, really interesting, because this is where Burning Shadows comes in. Basket, what trainers do you suggest to come in for Decidueye? Um, we're talking about for Worlds, right? Yeah, for Worlds. What trainers do you see that might happen, might help Decidueye? Well, so, first off, um, Decidueye um, needs the items that it has. Um, so field blowers a good uh, one of. Um, it's gonna need um, N because you do not want to like. There's a lot of cards in uh, Decidueye that you do not want to discard. So having four Ns lets you throw them all back in there and just grab what you want later. And that Lele is gonna help you um, as well, um, like to do that. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, like, cause for instance, the, uh, the float stones for the, um, vile plumes, you don't want to lose those at all because that can totally 
ruin your day if you can't pull the vile plume out. It it really does, uh, but that's where the magic yeah. comes in because we do have Guzma coming in. With Guzma does a big help, big big help on this deck, making you able to use it to remove any vile plumes that might be in your active and put your uh your dear Decidui back in. Um, and that is a great big help. So people are now suggesting to play at least two or three Guzma if you're not playing Lissandra uh, with this because it just it is so good. Um. Other than that, Revitalizer is a big aspect. Of course, that's the, the one that lets you choose two grass Pokemon back to your grass hand. Type grass type Pokemon your from your uh, hand. So it's a really big deal. So you can, uh, if you are, like Basket said, you don't want those Deciduous or those Dartrex or those Rowlets in your discard pile. But if per any chance you they end up there, you're able to bring them back thanks to Revitalizer. Sublime, you were going to say something. No, just how important, valuable Revitalizer is. So, like, the thing about Decidueye is you want to play as many items as you need to get your Pokemon out turn one. Because after that, you're, like, you're going to have an item lock. The goal with this is to get the item lock turn one so your opponent doesn't get to use items at all. So you play a lot of items that help you speed up getting your Pokemon out. Which is right? a like risk for Decidueye. However... You want Ultra Ball. Like, you can even play Professor, Professor Sycamore... Because you have Revitalizer. Exactly. Um, and it really does help. Of course, that is father for Garbodor, but it is a risk you might just need to take. Um, this is a great deck. I really suggest you playing this. I was not a believer, really, on the CGYGX. I thought it was not that great. Obviously, players better than me, <laughs> you know, showed me wrong. But it's, uh, it is definitely a great deck, and it is my bet to win the Worlds this year. Let's hope and see what happens with it. So with that, we're going to move on to our next segment, which is Trainer's Mail. We'll be right back. It's Trainer's Mail. And we are back, and it's time for Trainer's Mail. We only have one mail back uh, here in our bag of mails. And that is from our boy, Professor Snag. Hello, Jishiro and fellow co-host. Professor Snag writing in. What a surprise. Listening to the review of Burning Shadows made me think about for a particular card you reviewed. When talking about Valplume that blocks attacks from basic Pokemon when it's active. Your cast didn't give it a great review, but it said that it... I did. I did. I gave it super effective. Snack, how can you throw me under the bus like that? But it said that it shuts down some decks that run most all basics. There is one fact your team overlooked. What is uh, Really, Snack? Even <laughs> Arachnity, week two. Fire! What is the most prevalent fire deck right now? Volcanian, Turtonator, ho What kind of cards are those? Basics. With even one Valplum in the deck, you shut down the biggest threat to your grass deck in the meta. Granted, your opponent could Lysander and Guzma it out, but you could respond with your own Guzma. Anyway, just a way to counter the deck I run. Smell you later, Professor Snag. You're right, Professor Snag. It really does counter against its biggest threat, which is Volcanion. My problem with it is that it's stage 2. And its attack sucks. Sublime, you're going to say something. I gave that a super effective in the set review, Snag. How dare you say the Hulk crew was not nice to it. 
I thought it was a great card for that reason because Forest of Giant Plants is still around. Yeah. <laughs> it will be less affected after rotation once Forest of Giant Plants goes out. It really, there's really no reason to play Raw Plum anymore uh, because it's just, it, you, it's a stage two that you won't be able to evolve immediately as you can with Forest of Giant Plants. Um, so, so for the next there, month. For the next month, it's it's there and it's available. Um, but Snack, thank you so much for writing in our host of the Game Corner. You should tune that for that. We're going to end the mail segment here on Let's Basket. Do you have anything else to add? First up, Snaggy Baby, I enjoy you very much. And it was wonderful seeing you at PuggleCon. Uh, secondly, you are not wrong. <laughs> there we go. So let's end this segment there and go on to everyone's favorite segment, Pokemon 15 Questions, Who's That Pokemon? So we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Who's that Pokemon? And we're back to Pokemon 15 Questions, Who's That Pokemon? Everyone's favorite segment. This is, of course, where we try to stump our co-host into guessing what Pokemon we have. As you all know, these rules are simple. Lower your browsers, no Pokedexes, none of that shenanigans, no 3DSs, and uh, no questions about numbers, Pokedex numbers, or generation. It has to be in-game questions only, um, and uh, we're going to go with that. The Obviously, the round will go Sublime first, then Basket, and back to Sublime, so let's go ahead and start this game now. Sublime, what's your first question? Is this Pokemon a part of an evolution line? It is. Basket. Alright. Does this Pokemon have a stage two? No. Sublime. Is this Pokemon fully evolved? Yes. Basket. Um, is this Pokemon a hmm. um what is it? Water is, is is it a is it a flying type? No, sublime. Uh, is this Pokemon? Does this Pokemon resist the bug type? Bug. Uh, that's a good question. It does not. That's like Basket. a thousand types. <laughs> yeah. Basket. Is this Pokemon? Okay, so it doesn't resist, does not resist bug. So, is this type weak to dark? Mm, yes. <laughs> All right, so that leaves Ghost and Psychic, right? That's pretty much it. Is there any other type that resists the? Um, I think those are the only two. Is ghost ghost isn't weak to bug? No, you. Um, it's not resistant, which was the question. Yeah. Well, but I just, like it doesn't resist bug. But only two types are weak to dark: ghost and psychic. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. Is this so then Pokemon just, a dual type? It is. Basket. Right. Um. 
Wait, it's it's a du- okay. Hold on. Let's 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 backtrack a little bit here, Salon. So it's a dual tide. I have it all written down. Yes. All right. So it's a dual tide. Um, what are the dual types that it can be? Where it fits under the parameters? Where it is still weak to? Uh, okay. So it is not resist. It doesn't resist bug, which eliminates firefighting, flying, poison, ghost, right? Steel and fairy. Um. It is weak to dark. There are only two types weak to dark, ghost and psychic. Now, because it's a dual type, it could still technically be ghost type, assuming it was paired with a typing that is... Like, um, so, so it could be Sableye, essentially. Right. Yeah. But it can't be Sableye, because that's a, um, that does not evolve. Oh, that's right. This is a right. stage one. That's right, that's right. Ghost, are there any other ghost darks? There's... None, right? There are. There are a couple now. Um, I'm trying to remember the other ones. Uh, Hoopa! That's what I'm thinking of. I don't think that quite counts. No, that's Dark Psychic. Uh, one of the balls. And, no, I think it's just Spiritum and Sableye. Right, Hoopa right. Hoopa switches from Psychic Ghost to Psychic Dark, but not Ghost okay, Dark. So, okay, so it's not it's not Psychic Dark. Or, sorry, it's not Ghost Dark. Um, okay, so okay, I'm... I'm There's a question Dark. here. Uh, oh, dark isn't weak to dark. Right. Um, is this a psychic type Pokemon? It is. Go for Sublime. There we go. So it's dual type and it's psychic. At least one. Okay, so we know one of the types is psychic. It's a stage one. Um, can this Pokemon be obtained in Pokemon Sun and Moon? Oh, that's a good question. No, you cannot. Go for a basket. Okay, that's valuable. Um, okay, so it's a dual type. Um, is it dual type uh, fairy? No. Go for Sublime. By the way, Sublime, that question about Sun and Moon, I'm treating it as can you catch it in Alola? Because we're not supposed yeah. to ask about generations. And Yeah. Sure. Um. Okay. That's not a generation question. It's not Gen 7. True. Like, yeah. Um, like, I didn't say Gen 7. I said Sun and Moon. Yeah. Um, let's see. Okay, so it's not Psychic Fairy, which it couldn't be because that wouldn't be weak to dark. Um, oh, oh, that's right. Damn it. Damn it. Let's see. Uh... Did we did we ask did we ask if it was a um uh a water type cuz you know there's we could knock out two uh dual psychic types in a slowbro well, it's uh, worth noting slowbro and slowking I'm like 95% sure are in sun and moon Oh and it's not in there No uh, like they can be caught in sun and moon and this pokemon is not in sun and moon right Okay okay we don't even have to do that. Oh, okay. that. all right. So, all those, um, okay. So now I'm thinking uh, about ones that I, that I haven't seen in there. So there's right. uh, Metacham, right? Um, that's yes. I don't. Pink, I don't think yeah. you can find that. Can you? I I never saw. That's it. not weak to dark though. Oh man. Because fighting resists dark. That's right. Then I have to need a question here. Oh geez. All right. Um, is this Pokemon? Does one of this Pokemon's typing a deal super effective turns, damage though. to 
It's oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. Sorry. I was just like shooting because he was pressing. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I got to press um, Is this a... Um... Oh, man. Oh. Is this a grass type? No. Go for Sublime. Not grass. Um... It's ten questions, by the way, guys. You have five questions left. Okay, let's see if we can narrow down. There are a lot of psychic types. Uh, Let's see if we can narrow down the typing some more. Um, Oh, Malamar. What about Malamar? Malamar is not weak to dark. Because it's dark psychic and dark resisted, so. I love Malamar. Um, (laughs) He's not evil. <laughs> uh, is this Pokemon's typing? No. Um, does one of this Pokemon's typing have super effective damage against Steel types? What was that? So, like, we know one typing is Psychic. Is the mm-hmm. other typing super effective against Steel types? No. That's eleven. Basket. Not fire or ground or fighting. Oh, um, um, I'm sorry. Oh man. Okay, so and it cannot be found in Alola, correct? That's what correct. we said. Yeah, right. <clears throat> um Oh man. Uh This one's hard. <laughs> <laughs> my my might this be the episode where I stump you guys. Let's see. So so uh I guess um Okay, so this isn't like a que- like a question for the this is my actual question, but do we count baby Pokemon as stage, uh, as like basics in this? Um, so like theoretically, if it was a baby Pokemon, would it be, would it, uh, I guess so. Yes. For this, for, uh, it hasn't come up, but in the future, um, and this is a big telling you that obviously this is not a basic, po- a baby Pokemon related Pokemon, but in the future, uh, baby Pokemon. Yes. Uh, I will count as stage ones for, for oh. this uh, or as basics. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that knocks out Jinx. Okay. And did we say it was? Did we say it was resistant to bug? That's or sorry to dark. It is or not does, resistant to bug. It, is, it does not resist bug, and it is weak to dark. Now, okay. Does does ground resist bug? We know it's not ground because if it were ground, it would be super effective against um, steel types. Right. 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 And it's not so asked. That resistant yeah. question, guys, watch out for that one. That's all the clue that I'm giving you. Yeah. Okay, and I can't say any more because I don't want you guys to guess, but just right. don't emphasis on that resistant thing. It might throw you off. Yeah. So Basket, yeah, what's it... your question? Hmm. Well, yeah, because I I mean I know I know that uh um Metagross is, is weak to Dark, I think, right? Isn't he? It is. So it's not, it, yeah, but so it's, it's also not. a stage two, and we're looking for a stage one. No, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that as far as dark mm-hmm. goes, oh, the other example that is a stage one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, I don't know if I don't know if Bronzong is a. Uh, um, I don't know if it's weak to dark or not. Um, it is. And we're looking. 
Okay, so uh, is it a steel type? Yes. Oh, oh I think see, I, I, I said too much. I said too much. Okay. Well, no, no, because because I was honest. I mean, I was already thinking about that because I knew Bronzong was weak to dark, and um, and he had already talked about how you know the types that weren't weak to dark, which steel being one of them. But I was yeah. like, well, sublime. But... What's the Pokemon? Um, my I want to make sure there's no steel psychic types we're not thinking about. I don't think there are. Um, yeah, let's just go for it then. I guess. Is this Pokemon Bronzong? It is Bronzong. <laughs> right, cool. So I was afraid because of the whole resisting thing that you might guys discard steel altogether. But remember, it's not resistant because it's right, steel, because but it's also psychic. Exactly. exactly. So I didn't want you. To, I didn't want you guys to completely discard um, mm-hmm. steel because of it. That's why I said it. But I think I might yeah. give you the answer after that. <laughs> no, I was. I was. I was totally. I already knew that steel did not necessarily mean that you the, could... The dual topping, yeah. Or the psychic didn't mean right, yeah, because of the dual typing. Exactly. Well, guys, congratulations. You did manage it in 13 questions. Almost. I almost got you guys. I think I, if I should have shut up, maybe. Maybe. Maybe I got in you, but I don't think so. I think you guys would have found out anyway. Um, but that is that sadly brings us to the end of the show. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. As always, it's been more than a pleasure. It's been a party. Um, please, Sublime, as always, you're the best. No, you're the best. And but I'm bas- also great. <laughs> and Basket, so <laughs> ba- thank you so much for joining us. You're also the best. No problem at all. For those of you at home, this is not the only Puckle show that there is. We have two more shows, of course. There's that little... Puckle podcast they keep talking about that's so unpopular nobody knows what that is hosted by Thatch you can go ahead and listen to that every week on Monday it's released but also we have Game Quarter hosted by our dear friend Professor Snag that comes once a month and that is a lot of fun but that's not the only way you can interact with us we have please join in us follow us on Twitter at Puckle Podcast Facebook, we have two Facebook groups. We have face, you can friends us at puckle, uh, facebook.com slash puckle podcast. Definitely that's all the general information puckle, but we also have facebook.com slash puckle TCG. And that is our personal, uh, group dedicated exclusively to the TCG. And it's a lot of fun, a lot of uh, great community. I there do my um, Jashiro reacts every once in a while when new cards came up and I want to give my honest to good video opinion about them. You can find that there. You can also follow follow us on Reddit. You can get there by PucklePodcast.com. But you can go to, obviously, r slash Puckle. Tumblr is a thing that people do, I think. It's PucklePodcast.tumblr.com. And please, 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 I know we haven't done this in a while, but please review us on iTunes because every time you review us on iTunes, it gives an opportunity to a new member to see us. The more you review us, the upper we have, we go into the search, the best people can uh, find us there. And if you want to help Paco and make it better, a better community and a better podcast, you can donate to us through patreon.com or you can single uh, single time donate at PacoPodcast.com. We have a donate button there as well. Every single set you pour into Puckle goes right back at you because we do not uh, get paid for this. What we do is spend that money on new equipment, better lighting, better stuff for you guys, and 
tournament prices and all that. We do not. Believe me, Dodge has an iron lock on that. No one touched that money unless it's going directly to the community. And of course, joining us in our discussion at Discord, we have so many channels there. We can talk about the VGC, about the TCG, about everything. There's a discussion on that. So please join us at Discord. You will find the link on the description in this cha- in this podcast. With that, I leave you guys. It is that time, as you can already hear the guitar playing. It is closing time. See you soon. And for those playing at Worlds, good luck. And I hope a couple good of luck, you guys. wins. Good night. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.